Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now. All right. A reminder that uh, we'll be on from 5 to 7 tomorrow, and then we go to the morning on uh, Tuesday. They've given us Monday off because it's Thanksgiving. Real Thanksgiving, not that American. Fake American Thanksgiving, which is basically the start of the shopping season, but real Thanksgiving. I don't like you. Uh, We have so much to give thanks for. I thought you were going to say we got tickets to give away. <laughs> yeah, we got tickets to give away to. We got tickets to give away to the Jays Astros series. <laughs> just seeing if you. I thought you were going to say it. Just seeing it. Uh, just wanted to make sure you're paying attention. We got so much to be thankful uh, for. We do. Yeah, like the the glow of a computer screen and the <laughs> making pitching decisions, analytics. We got so much to be thankful for. The great game of baseball. All kidding aside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be going to uh, 11 to noon on Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday. Boy, you're just circling them wagons. Well, I mean. Tuesday, it, you just it, went on this rant about the the, the Thanksgiving it, it and just when it like is. It, it, and... it seems like I've been doing Blue Jays talk for 12 hours. That's uh Let's let's bring in Buck from Florida. <laughs> Buck Martinez, Blue Jays TV analyst on Sportsnet, joins us on Blair and Barker. Uh, Buck, as always, we appreciate your time. Look, we started the show today by asking each other whether or not we'd had a rethink or changed our minds about anything after sleeping on it last night. We both looked at each other and came to the conclusion that there was not a chance in hell that was going to happen. I've got to think you probably you probably feel the same way. Yeah, first and foremost, uh, I'm still in Toronto. Okay. Florida, Okay. But, nice. um, yeah, I, you know, I agree with you. And I, you guys summed it up pretty well when you said the uh, two games in the wild card reflected the entire season for the Blue Jays. It was, you know, they didn't hit. They didn't have clutch hitting. They had bad base running. Their pitching was outstanding. They couldn't hit good pitching. We saw that back-to-back with the Yankees when they faced Michael King and Cole, Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they don't have... They don't have Carlos Correa in their lineup. They don't have Jordan Alvarez in their lineup. They don't have uh, Rafael Devers in their lineup. They don't have Jose Ramirez in their lineup. They need an impact hitter. And, you know, you know how you score games? You score games by scoring runs and driving in runs. And that's how you evaluate players. You don't evaluate players by how hard they hit the ball. You evaluate players how they drive in runs in crucial situations and how many runs they score. Hal McCray told me that a long time ago when we were in Kansas City. He said the valuable people drive in runs and they score runs. Buck, it seems like the Jays lineup this year had trouble hitting fastballs. I, I For me, in 2023, if you're going to take – be taken serious as a lineup, I won't see how that would happen. Why do you think that is, at least for me anyway? Well, you know, Kevin, um, 
how much have we heard about the hitting lab and the high velocity uh, pitching machines and all that stuff? And I, you just don't really realize that, uh, you know, you've got to get it done on the field. And I think what we saw with a number of Blue Jays players, and I don't have to name them, we all know who they are, they kept chasing that high fastball when, in fact, they couldn't catch up to it. So, you know, you have to do something. You have to decide, okay, I'm not going to swing at that pitch until I get two strikes. I am not going to get on top of that pitch. It's just too much velocity. But, yeah, you know, the whole thing is, um, once again, I, I just can't overemphasize it. The two games we saw against Minnesota – basically is the whole season. And when you think about the Blue Jays late in the season, Cole Reagans of the Royals was dominating them, and then he had a, I don't know what, he lost everything. He had three wild pitches in a row. Blue Jays tied up that game, and then they won. Tyler Glasnow was shutting out, pitching a perfect game against the Blue Jays for five innings. Then he lost his strikes and walked three in a row. Uh, Tommy Canely of the Yankees did the same thing. They had, they had an awful lot of things go their way in September, that allowed him to get into postseason. Yep. Um, huh. Boy, I know you you guys talked about this a lot in the telecast, obviously. But you know, listen, I, I've 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 heard you know all the explanations for the move with Barrios. Uh, you know, there's uh, from a lot of people who are analytically inclined. I've obviously heard the other side as well. Um, you know, you said something that I thought uh, that I thought really kind of summed it up. It was. You know, you knew you knew what you were getting from Jose Barrios, right? You knew what you were getting from him at that time. You didn't know what you say Kikuchi was going to give you. Hey, Buck, you've been, I got to tell you, I mean, you've been in that you've been in that chair or in that corner, the dugout. Um, should should John should John Schneider had just said, you know what? I'm going with what I see. The hell with whatever the script yeah. was. I'm going with what I see. You know what? I think John Snyder is going to be a hell of a manager. And if you think about the managers that are in the postseason, Bruce Bochy, Dusty Baker, they push back on analytics. They say, wait a minute, you know, give me all the information. I'll decide what's important, what's not important. And, Kevin, you can speak to this. The psychological boost that the Twins got when they took Barrios out of the game was the same psychological boost the Dodgers got when Tampa Bay took Blake Snell out of the World Series game in 2020. It's like we weren't doing a thing against Barrios. You could bring in Raleigh Fingers and Dennis Eckersley and Bruce Gossage. I don't care as long as it's not Jose Barrios for another inning. Um, how, do you think the – try to figure out how to ask you this, Buck. Do you, do you think that the organization – has that there's something that needs to be repaired with Jose Barrios as a result of last night's game. Do you think there could be any long-term ramifications for that? Look, I know he's a good dude. He's a pro. He's got a, he's under contract and all that, but man, we saw him in the corner of that dugout while the twins were celebrating. And look, I'm old and cynical and I don't often look at a guy and go, I I feel bad for him, but man, I felt bad for Jose Barrios watching that. I I really did. Let Let me tell you something. Players wait their whole life for an opportunity to do something on a big stage. And the way he handled that showed me so much about his class that he went over to the manager and put his arm around it. And I don't know what he said. I don't know if I'm ever going to ask either one of them what was said. But what I think he said was, man, don't worry about that. I know you didn't have the full autonomy to make that decision. 
And then he stood on the dugout steps and encouraged his teammates for the rest of the ball game. This is a special dude, man. This is a special dude. He's not going to be impacted by this. He's a professional. He took a beating last year from the fans and the media about the bad year he had, and he bounced back, and he had a very good year once again. Now, he's a special guy. You don't need to uh, do any repair work on him. He'll be ready to go when spring training starts next year. Buck, why is the base running in the Bay League so bad? Because nobody works at it, Kevin. Yeah. We teach individuals how to play a team sport and then ask them to play a team sport when it really matters. Nobody, nobody runs the bases. When I was in spring training, nobody left the ballpark until the game was over because everybody ran the bases at the end of the game. Right. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. I saw Danny Murtaugh call out Roberto Clemente in Bradenton because he wasn't running hard after the spring training game. We have made these kids so soft, nobody pushes them, nobody demands excellence, nobody says anything about, hey, man, you got to do a better job of that. It's like, oh, well, I understand. That wasn't bad. You tried. Now, that's what's wrong with base running. They're, they're never, nobody practices it. We don't recreate game situations enough for these guys to learn how to do it. But let's talk about something positive. Kevin Biggio, do you think coming into spring training, the second base job, is his to lose? No. Hmm. I, I think it's going to be between Aurelius Martinez, Davis Schneider, Kevin Biggio, and maybe even Addison Barger. I, I think it's wide open. I love Kevin Biggio. Yep. I love everything he did this season. He didn't have a chance to play in the first half of the season. Kevin Biggio should not be hitting fifth in a playoff game. Yep. Uh You've talked about the need, and Kevin has as well, the need for, uh, a, you know, a middle-of-the-order hitter, um, somebody who can be somebody who can be a run producer. Uh, one of the things Kevin has said is you need somebody to give Vladdy some protection. I think, Kevin, you made the point. Vladdy can't be the protector, yep. right? Vladdy needs somebody. For me, he can't. Yeah, Vladdy needs somebody to protect him. Um, have we reached – is this? Have we seen Vladdy at his best already, or is there still is there still room for him to grow? I think there's still room for him to grow. I think uh, you know Vladdy is a young 24, and when he is right, there are a few people that can compare to him. We saw that in 2021. But what was he doing in 2021? He was hitting the ball on the line to center field and right center, and nobody said anything about, oh, you got to get the ball in the air or everything else. They were saying, wow, you're doing a great job. So now everybody's saying, well, you got to increase your launch angle and all that nonsense. And he forgot how you hit. You hit when you get good pitches to hit. And how many times did we see Bradley go up and swing at the first pitch that was a foot off the plate outside or a foot off the plate inside? Vladdy wants to win. Vladdy wants to be the guy that can carry the team. There's no doubt about that. But when you have a great hitter like A-Rod, like Ortiz, like Barry Bonds, nobody's going to protect them. You're going to have to be in a position where you can pitch carefully around them. So it's more important to get the guys out ahead of them than it is to have somebody behind them. I mean, no, Babe Ruth had Lou Gehrig. Okay, maybe that's protection. Mm-hmm. There aren't any combinations like that anymore. Yeah, Buck, we had John Snyder on Friday. I think it's last Friday, Jeff. Yeah, yeah last Friday. And we, and we were talking about the closer, Jordan Romano, and, and I said straight up, is he the closer? 
and he was pretty assertive in saying, yeah, absolutely, he's the closer. I talked to him on Saturday. He's talking about matchups in the ninth inning. Buck, can you tell me what happened to the ninth inning guy? Well, I think, you know, and once again, you know, when you look at the results, and I think John saw some results that were a little shaky at the end of the season and, you know, gave up some walks, had some blown saves, and gave up some hits. And, you know, you only have a few games left. So you say, I'm going to make a decision here. And he pitched him on Saturday, the final Saturday of the season in the eighth inning, and then Jordan Hicks pitched the ninth. And unfortunately, the Blue Jays didn't score, so Hicks had to pitch the tenth. And then Tampa Bay came back and won that game against Hicks. But, yeah, you know, I think, like I said, I think John's going to be a hell of a manager. And I think he's made a lot of, lot of very, very assertive moves, including taking Springer out of the rehab spot, dropping him down the fifth. Last year he dropped Bo Bichette down the seventh, and Bo went off in September. So he, he knows what he wants to do. I just don't think he's had that enough that experience and confidence to push back yet. Dusty Baker's pushing back. Bruce Bochy's pushing back. And, you know, Texas is very analytical. Chris Young, he's into analytics a lot. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he respects what Bruce Bochy does during the course of a game. Analytics, and I'm not totally against analytics. There's a place for analytics, and you have more information now about the break and the velocity and the carry and all that stuff. But that doesn't work in a nine-inning situation. Over the course of 162, it'll be fine. But that's why the game is so average. Everybody's got the same information. Nobody's stepping outside the box and doing things differently, except the Atlanta Braves. No, that, that's, a, that's a really good point. Hey, before we let you run, do you think, you know, look, we, uh, we've talked about this trying to, we, we all, I think we all understand or we have a general idea how decisions go about being made in Major League Baseball in 2023 for the most part, right? It's it's not just the manager sitting there and going with his gut. We get that. I mean, you know, how long have we how long have you had a department called baseball operations? Oof. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It hasn't been long, right? No, no. That's, that's everybody's got it. It's called baseball ops. Yes. It's like black ops. <laughs> <laughs> but what 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 I was getting at, do you, do you think does somebody does somebody need to say, does this organization need to have a rethink about how it takes its information and gets it from the executive suite down to the dudes in uniform? I'm not pointing to anybody in particular here, but I'm just saying, does something need to be done in that regard? Or, Bucker, you know, am I just kind of pissing into the wind here and it's, and it's a lost cause? No, it- it's an industry concern. It's not just the Blue Jays. It's an industry concern. If you look at Tampa Bay, they got a guy in the dugout. If you look at the Dodgers, they got a guy in the dugout. The Braves don't have a guy in the dugout. All they got is major league players as coaches, and it's uh, Brian Snicker. Who did Brian Snicker learn from? Bobby Cox. Bobby Cox. And he's been in the organization for how many years? 50? And, you know, he knows what Braves baseball is all about. And this Braves team is, is is one of those teams that could have played in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and now 2023. But they're a baseball team. They drive in runs. They score runs. They steal bases. They pitch well, and they play defense. And uh, you know what? When you have Ron Washington there and you have Eric Young there and Kevin Seitzer and you've got two catching coaches uh, Sal Pisano and um, Eddie Perez. Uh, it's it's pretty impressive what they've done. 
Buck, listen, we're going to let yeah. you run. Uh, listen, I, I, you know we appreciate your time. We value your input. We value your judgment. And uh, thanks so much for doing this and for being here for us all year. We really appreciate it. Um, it is a Trust me, it is a real pleasure not only hearing you and Danny do a game, but it's a real pleasure whenever you or Danny join us. And uh, we appreciate it so much. And we just we hope, you have, hope you have a great off season, my yeah, friend. Absolutely. Thanks, Buck. Rob, uh, thank you very much. You guys do a great job, and uh, anytime I can help you out, you please give me a call. Thank All right, you so take much. care. Thank you so much. That is Buck Martinez, Blue Jays analyst on Sportsnet, and um, yeah, some home truths um, from Buck. And you know, I understand there that there is a tendency in baseball, and it. Look, I've covered baseball long enough that I remember when Moneyball came out and we started hearing and started seeing this, you know, this push and pull between old school baseball guys and the new school guys. Um, You know, we see it in every sport. Hockey went through it a little later than other sports. And I always made the point when I was talking to hockey people, here's what's going to happen. You're going to be inundated with a whole bunch of stuff right out of the gate. Eventually, some of the stuff you're inundated with is going to be shown to be BS. And it's just, it's not going to be effective. There will be information and there will be approaches that are absolutely valid, that are absolutely valuable and are very useful for players. And, and I, I think we kind of got away from that in baseball for the most part. There was, a, there was an acceptance. You started to hear less and less of the old school versus analytics. They're, 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 they're kind you almost got the sense there was an acceptance on both on both sides. And quite frankly, particularly an acceptance on the quote-unquote old-school side of analytics. I, I, I think that, that if one side had to give more than the other, Kevin, it was the old-school yeah, side. Yeah, there's a place for it, absolutely. But, but we're, starting, we're, starting to, we're starting to see it come back now. And I found it really interesting this year. And this, I'm surprised this didn't get more play. But on a couple of occasions this year, Rob Manfred has talked about he, he's kind of mused about whether or not the game is tilting too much in favor of analytics. And, you know, we had David Sampson on the other day talking about when you build a team around run prevention and pitching, you might win, but you could also become really boring. Mm-hmm. And my senses were starting to see this argument. This, and I thought this argument was settled. My senses were seeing it come back again. And I wonder, I, I've thought this, I've said this, I've bounced it off P, I've bounced it off a person in the commissioner's office. I wonder if we'll ever get to the point where Rob Manfred may say, you know what? We're going to cap how much money you can spend on, on analytics and R&D. F1 does it. Now, different world. But F1 says you can't, you can only spend this much getting, you know, on R&D for the car. There's a cap on it. I, I, I don't know. I, I do know this when Rob Manfred kind of throws something out there. Usually ends up happening. Yeah, maybe. I, I just don't think everybody's great at it. Like, yeah, even if you capped it, like it's not everybody's great at it. Like not everybody's the race, right? It's just, uh, it's the... And the thing about it is because it's not you can do it. There's no luxury tax on your on on your on, on what you spend in that. Yeah, every once in a while, I just like to see a, a a organization get out of the way. 
Like, every, every once in a while, it just looks like a dude's got it. Like, you have a game plan going in, but every once in a while, you see what you see. Yep. And right, what you're seeing is a dude's got it working. Like, that's there every once in a while. That happens. And, and occasionally, I'm not saying all the time, because there's a place for both. It works. It's That's why they do it. Like, it's... It's oh, working. Hell yeah. It's working. But every once in a while, just be nice as a fan of baseball. For the organization, just get out of the way and let Jose Barrios do his thing because he's feeling it that day. And that's all I'm saying. Like, I, I it's, it's, there's, I, and I, I, there's something to the communication factor. I, you have to, we have talked to players. Yeah. It's the communication between who's giving it. You know, occasionally it's, uh, you know, you got to let the coaches do their thing. Listen, I, that's yeah. something. I mean, we, we, I, I don't get down to the field as much as I used to, but when I do, I try to talk. There's a couple of guys I try to talk to on a semi-regular basis because I, I trust them to give me the straight goods. There are players in that team that have talked a lot this year about the information they were being given, the way it was being delivered. Um, it, I mean, I just can't say it. it this, was not, this was not an incredibly happy group. Didn't seem that way. I, I again, I can't answer that. I'm not a clubhouse, and it's I'm real. Not, I'm real careful about how I say about feelings. Yeah. <laughs> feelings, because I don't really but care you know about their I mean? feelings. You, you but got, I, you could tell it's it's uh, it's one dude's got his thoughts, and another dude's got a different thought like yeah. that. And and it should be when you're trying to win a World Series, more people should be having the same thought. And maybe that's yeah. just a communication factor, right? Again, nobody's saying it did. It, it's not warranted to have the information. It helps, obvious. It helps a lot of people. Look at the pitching. Whatever they're selling, the pitchers, it's that working. stuff's a working. Yeah. That stuff's, that is yeah. a working. But it's the other things, and it's the obvious of, right, I know we got a game plan whenever it's an elimination game, but do you guys see what I'm seeing? Like, you're watching the same game that we're watching. Those are the times that you wish they just take a step back and go, yeah, I get it. Get on the phone and tell them. Like, that's yeah. all like that. That's there's, there's a fine line, right? It just every once in a while, because of that part of your game, got you to where you're at. We're going to live and die by that because they've earned it. Go get them big fella. And we're going to get out of the way. And that's what they didn't do. And I think that's a little frustrating to watch sometimes. Hmm. And offensively, they, they got some problems. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're hitters. Just not good enough. Yeah. They're not. Like if we can say that, and I bring up the fastball thing to Buck, and you can tell uh, there's a. It's not like I don't think they're trying to hit it because of that well, iron mic and crack, yeah, that's the thing. cranking that, it up to a hundred miles. It yeah. ain't like they ain't trying. Yeah. Maybe they just can't consistently. Maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. you just need to get better dudes because you look at the teams that are really good at hitting baseballs. They're hammering fastballs. So maybe in 2020 when they were really good and leading the world and everything, what they do. You better make sure you locate that old good number one or you're not getting it back. So it's yeah, a I think if, I, if it was me and this organization, I think that's where you got to start, right? Yeah, and it's like anything else. When you're in a playoff series, even a short series, there were so many eyes on the Jays going into that series. I mean, everybody everybody knows what everybody's weaknesses are now. And if there's – if there is – what were we told last year about, about the Blue Jays last year? And I think this year it probably held the same. We had a couple of people tell us, a couple of people from different teams – Tell us, you know what? They're really easy to pitch to. Like it's yeah. it's not like our pitchers meetings going over their hitters are hours in length. They're real easy to pitch to. And I think this team was easy to pitch I to. I know the closer for the twins throws a bazillion miles an hour. He should not be able to throw three fastballs 
by how Dalton versus 25, 26 yeah. and plays every day. Should not be able to do that. I'm not saying you're not going to get him out because it's not a great hitter. It's the way, but he shouldn't be able to throw him basically saying, here it is. I mean, those were not all at the very top of the zone. No. I mean, those were one or two of them were a little up, and then the other one was up, up, because he was trying to get him to chase, and he knew he was in swing mode. That's That, for me, is where they're at, is you shouldn't be consistently able to do that, and you are, no matter how hard you throw. They should be used to seeing 100. They see it a lot. Not all the time. Not everybody throws 100. But they should at least be able to take their A swing and – Pull that foul or foul that off or force him to do something else. And it's just that consistent, non-competitive look. And a lot of the times it's on a fastball. Look how many fastball Pablo Lopez threw to George Springer. Uh, yeah. How many? A lot. A lot. Basically, here it is because it's 97 and you don't like things above 95. Like I, that for me, that's the easy change is how do you figure that out? Uh, 416-413-3959 is the back leg line. Your chance to leave questions or comments for Kevin Barker. I have the feeling the back leg line may have had some action in the past couple hours. We'll find out. We'll go to the back leg line next. It's Blair and Barker on the Sportsnet Radio Network and Sportsnet. Welcome back to Blair and Barker. Got my pen out here so I can write down the names of the folks who were calling us Absolutely. on the back leg line. 416-413. Show for the people. 3959. Let me write that down. And maybe I can even read my own writing this time. Not a chance can That's I awful. read it. A uh, reminder, we will be on from 5 to 7 Eastern tomorrow on uh, Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Sportsnet, and then Tuesday we will move from uh, we'll move to eleven to noon, and uh, make way for the puckheads for Merrick and Kipper and that time of the year. That time of the year, yeah, yeah. Enjoy that. Drop your fan of hockey. Drop the puck, and uh, here come the Leafs. If uh, you thought, uh... anyhow, four one six four one three three nine five nine Abdullah in Halifax. You've got some thoughts. Good afternoon or good evening, gentlemen. Uh, this is Abdullah um, from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Big fan of the show. We've been watching all year, and every single time it's devastating to have a Blue Jay season come up short like this. But uh, nevertheless, um, I just wanted to kind of get your idea as to whether or not you think the decision made by whether John Schneider or um, higher above um, was made obsolete essentially by the fact that the Jays managed to score only one run in two games and zero in that uh, second game. So um, would it even matter essentially? Could you have prolonged it possibly? But, um, you know, just wanted to get your ideas or possibility uh, possible right, or thoughts on that. And um, hope you guys take care. Again, uh, farewell to the Jays season. Hoping for a better one next year. Thanks, Abdullah. Um <clears throat> I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, sometimes I think you just got to leave well enough alone. I, that, that's, that's all I can say about it. Um, I'm, 
not winning because I'm not scoring runs. Now, I understand that the important thing to do when you're not scoring runs is ensure that the other team (laughs) isn't scoring runs. But from where I sat, they weren't scoring runs against Jose Barrios. So this is... This is what I get back to trying to force the managers, the opposing. I just think you get too cute. You know, it's like I, I pointed this out in my column today. All of this is great. But what happens if you have human performance? Yeah. It's a great point. You lose. Hey, it, it's just, <laughs> it, 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 no, but it seems That's to me that happens. of all the things they planned for, the fact that Jose Barrios might be pretty good wasn't wasn't one of them. It didn't seem that way. And, you know, what do we hear managers and coaches in every sport say? One of the keys is putting your guys in positions where they are best able to succeed. If you can tell me that having you say Kikuchi pitch out of the bullpen with a guy on base and an in an, in, a, in an elimination playoff game, which is, he hasn't done this year. I don't know if he's ever done it. If you can tell me that's something other than taking a guy and putting him in a position he's never been in before, and that's that's the way I look at it. That's the way I look at it. I mean, I don't have anything else to add. I think you nailed that. I mean. Good job, buddy. <laughs> blind squirrel. First time. Dan and Durham. <laughs> First time, second, last show. Dan and Durham. I'm just wondering, what do you think about them re-signing Matt Chapman for another couple of years. Should they do it or should they just let him go and look for another person? Um, I just want your thoughts on that. I'm going to say not a chance. Yeah, not a How about that? Not, not, a, not chance a chance in hell. How every, about that? I mean, every once in a while you get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, uh, yeah. I mean, the defense is really good. It's not, you, you can't question that. He has a giant hole, a giant one. Like I mean, let's and be I'm clear. Just not, I, I, uh, John I, John Schneider spent John Schneider spent half a year, half a year half trying a year. to hide him, trying to hide Since him. May, like I said, if it's a good thing that it, there wasn't a 12 spot in the batting order. I mean, he, he, he tried to throw him everywhere. Yeah, and couldn't. No, and it kept coming up. First time was basis loaded yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Was it yesterday? Yeah. yeah I mean, it comes up so many times you forget. But I think it's yeah. It was it bases just, loaded, and you looked at me, I looked at you. It's like you can't hide the guy. Put him in the eight hole, so so that wouldn't happen. It's and like it did happen. I don't. I'm not trying to poke fun at him. It's like because he's a trier. Yeah, but it's like he's like Varsho, but like the offensive wouldn't work. It's like offensive whack a mole. Yeah, I think they got a good opportunity here to sort of mix things up a little, right? You you got to get different weaknesses sprinkled throughout your order. Yeah. Can't be the same way you get the dude out the same way. It's funny how last year we were talking about they need more balance, right. more lefties. Now you're talking about, or we're talking about, they need hitters that are, you have to do, you have to throw to to get them out differently. Yeah. You can't go it's get, like, you know, this works against this guy, this guy, this guy, this yeah. guy, this guy. Okay. Pitchers, pitchers meeting over. Let's go. Yeah. 416-413-3959 is the number for the back leg line. Um, we just had Dan and Durham. And uh, we are, uh, our, we've got our best people attempting to, uh, yeah. to come up with, uh, to figure out some technical 
figure out some technical things here. Uh, the series, by the way, there there is still going to be baseball. Um, the the Jays have given Major League Baseball permission to continue to play. Um, but they would like a say in how the pitching is used in Texas. I'm just kidding. Uh, the uh, divisional playoffs will continue. Texas and Baltimore, Minnesota, Houston, Philly and Atlanta, Arizona, and the Dodgers. Uh, I got Braves. Or I got, man, I don't know. The Phillies, I'm still going to go with Braves I mean, beating Phillies. You can go either way. I'm going Braves beating yeah, Phillies. Braves seem, Braves seem to be uh, the best team in baseball. Dodgers beating D-backs. Houston beating Minnesota. I still think Baltimore uh, beating Texas. Sorry, who was the uh, name again? Mark, sorry. Rob in Tarana. That brief poll probably was the pinnacle of the season that explained everything. I don't know how much of it was um, analytics uh, or just the decision by the managers. Um, because if it was analytics... I think they really need to address, really need to address, um, you know, the path forward because uh, that cost us this season. Very, very upsetting to watch. Anyway, thanks. You guys yeah. do a great job. Yeah, I'm not. Thank you. I'm not certain uh, it yeah, cost the season. It didn't. Uh, I think uh, offensively they're not good enough. Yeah, they, they scored one run in two games. But what it did do is it let the air out of the balloon quickly. Well, no, it, it gave did. it. It provided. It provided people who think this organization had its collective head up its ass more evidence that this organization had its collective head up its ass. That's what it did. I mean, if you believe that, that this front office couldn't get out of its own way, um, yeah, that you, you, were presented, you were presented with evidence. Uh, and um, I, as I've said, I, I, don't need, I don't need anybody's head in a platter here. I really don't. Me either. But I would like to know that I would like to know that there is some level of accountability for a decision like this. And it can't just be the manager. It can't just be the pitching coach. Um, I need to know that there is, again, it's not about blame. I'm, we're beyond blame now. We're beyond blame now. I'm sure there's enough blame to go around for everybody, but I would just like to know why decisions are made the way they're made and why and how they are conveyed. And Barker, you, I mean, you made a great point because we've been sitting here, we've been hammering in analytics. and Whatever analytics they're giving, the pitchers are working. Absolutely. Uh, whatever Pete Walker is selling, mm-hmm. Is working. No question. Why is that not happening to the lineup? Maybe there's more talent on the pitching side than there is the offensive side. Correct. Maybe that's it. Correct. I, I, when, but again, the responsibility for that lies with the GM. Well, again, I absolutely. Well, again, I've been in enough clubhouses to know that when you, as a whole, start talking more about process, that means that your talent is not living up to par. And you're trying to force the process. Got to do this more. Got to do that more. Got to make sure we do both of those a lot. When if you had a ton of talent, it is, and people are going to roll their eyes. Even in 2023, there is a lot uh, with really good hitters of C-ball hit ball. There is. Like, it is sometimes as simple as 
if I'm athletic and I'm balanced and I have enough bat speed and I get my pitch, I got a good chance of having success I, consistently. And maybe they just, you know, with the process, because we've heard that word a lot, process, yeah, I, projection, I like tend to a think, lot. I tend to think too, Kevin, that, that that's especially the case in the playoffs. Yeah. I think it's especially the case in Pablo the playoffs. Pablo Lopez threw a lot of heaters. Uh, then the next day, Sonny Gray's throwing some breaking balls, but he did throw some fastballs away. So it's, I mean, it's buzz. I get, I just, I get back to the talent thing. They got, they, they got, a, they got a lot of dudes on the pitching side who, again, eliminate a windup, go to a fluid mechanics, so you can repeat that. Because it's simple. Yeah. I don't overthink it. I can repeat it. It's the same release point. Every time I release the ball, my foot lands where it's supposed to land. The hand's out front. Now the ball will go most of the time where I want it to go. I get maximum velocity. So, yeah, I think it's one side's simple, one side's not. Aaron and Scarborough. No complaints about Jeff or yourself, but I'm just curious. Uh, for starters, I thought Pete Walker was the pitching coach. Do you not think he would have more say in uh, decision-making uh, pulling Barrios? Secondly, I think Vladdy and Bichette think they're bigger than the team. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? And thirdly, the last time I, last time I saw baseball, which was yesterday and the night before, but I've been watching my whole life. I thought when uh, third base coach puts up his hands as a stop sign, he stopped. Like, I think they really need those two guys, in my opinion, really need to check themselves, check themselves, take a good look, car, good, take a good look in the mirror. <clears throat> Anyhow, hopefully uh, you guys can respond to that. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, I, I appreciate the call, um, and we will respond to that. Uh, I'm sure Pete Walker is in the room when the decisions, I know Pete Walker's in the room when the decisions are made. Um, Kevin, I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, I would would think there's a voice from everybody. Yeah. Everybody has a boss. Yeah, everybody has a boss and everybody's vote is equal, except some people's vote is more equal. Votes are more uh, yeah, equal yeah, than yeah, other people's. You're the, when you're the boss, you're, you, yeah. when you speak, it's a little bit louder than everybody else. It's just the way that's life. Like, yeah. that's, we have a boss. That's, yeah, and the Vladdy and the Bo thing, this is me, but I know how the Vladdy things look lately. Those two guys are the least in their words. Yeah, um, I'm with you. Um, how about that? I think you can win with Vladdy and Bo having the seasons they had this year. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about the Vladdy thing. Yeah, let me correct. You know what? Let me re- thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Think, you, can, you, let, you, can. you can win. You can win, but it's going to be tough on everybody. Yeah, you can win with the season. With the season, Bo. Somebody's got to hit a bunch of three run homes. Somebody's got to do that. Yeah, um, Bo don't do that. No, uh, but you know the it it is it's unfortunate that the two big mistakes made on the base paths were by your two key players. I would suggest – I'm not going to say Bo's mistake is more defensible, but I can kind of see why it happened. 
I can't see how Vladdy's happened. I mean, I know why it happened. Short lead, long lead thing. I know why it happened. And we know now, thanks to our friends at Pitchcom, who've released the, they've released the tape that if you go to Pitchcom, they, they have the tape of Carlos Correa saying uh, it was back, timing back, timing back pick or something like that. Talk. So he's Good using Pitchcom. He's you using Pitchcom. Other things. Yeah. He's using Pitchcom to talk to. To talk to the pitcher and the catcher. Yeah, there's no excuse for that one. The, no. the both thing, he's, he's following the baseball. That's why he didn't see the third base coach. I ain't making excuses for him. The but scoreboard, been, tells, you you yeah. scoreboard tells you everything you need to know. It's 3 nothing. Yeah, I know who's on the on-deck circle. I know who's going to hit. But you give him a chance. And, and the game might ain't get a breakable. And, the and third, it's a grand slam. And the third base coach, the stop sign thing, you've always pointed out that what you want to do when you're – you want – you want to force your third base coach well, to stop. Well, he you. did. He was just following the baseball when he was yep. running. And, again, you run the bases. How many bases you take, the scoreboard will tell you that. Mm-hmm. It, I, yeah, it's no, simple. It's, yeah. And getting picked off is – I died when I – look, there's some people <laughs> that can get picked off, and there's me. I'd have got picked off. I'd have been a double A. Rick in Toronto. Hey, Jeff. Um – Something Kevin to too. consider. The Yankees and the Boston Red Sox are going to be scooping all the uh, best talent that's on the free agent market. What does that leave the Jays unless they act fast or make some trades? Uh, something to consider because there, there's not going to be many pickings left for the Jays once they get uh, spending their money. I love your show. Bye for now. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, free agency doesn't start till. The after, end of, the, after, after the World Series, yeah. um, going to be some challenges there. He's right to his point. Yeah, it's not. It, listen, it's not a great. It's not a great free agent class. Uh, I, I would extra I would, wild card spots too is going to open up some gates to yeah. have those teams trying oh, to. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Competition there. You're going to have to know what you're doing. You're going to have to have good relationships. It, it, and it's not just, you know, the New York Mets are going to be very active yeah. in the market. The Chicago Cubs are going to be very active in the market. The Cincinnati Reds, they've got a lot of young players. They came close I'd this say the year. Dodgers, they didn't the spend Dodgers, a lot of money last year. Yeah. They're going to... The Dodgers... Otani's around. I'm sure they got, they're going to want some pitching. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's... going to be challenging. It's going to be real. It, it It's not a good year, and it's not a good year to be filling three or four positions. And, you know, I think Buck did hit on something. I think second base next year, uh, you you are going to see a competition for that. You can I, do I it do, in one spot. You can't do it in three or yeah, four spots. I, I can see Addison Barger or Arelvis Martinez making the team. I don't know if I can see both of them making the team. Um. But the Jays will have some financial flexibility, which is good. It's just a question of it's one thing to have money and another thing to have the the stuff out there you want to spend it on. And we may be in a position where the Blue Jays have to do something like such as take on somebody's bad salary in order to add a valuable player. I think they need a new catcher too. That's just me. Well, I like Danny Jansen, but the Alejandro Kirk error for me. Yeah, that's done. I just don't know how you can continue to do that with everything that you have to carry in games that matter. I one of the two, yeah, one of the two is fine for me. Um, but yeah, I need Danny Jansen can hit three run homers. Yeah, they don't do a ton of that. Yeah, 
And the other stuff, you know, Alejandro Kirk, I understand his defensive metrics are good or everything are, are good and everything like that. But uh, I want doubles in the gap. That's yeah, what I want. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but your point's well made. I hadn't, hadn't really thought of that, but your point's well made. Danny Jansen gets hurt a lot. Gets hurt a lot. Danny Jansen would have. I, I, I said this to you yesterday, and I have no other than just my sense of what I was seeing. Man, that those games called out for Danny Jansen having an at bat. He would have helped. Just screamed. Rock, Rocco would have had Jansen. to think about it. Yes. What am I doing now? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, the call, the 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 caller's right. Um, the Orioles are going to be looking to add pitching. I don't know about the Yankees are in an interesting place right now because they are, they've brought in a consulting company to take a look at how they go about doing things. And Aaron judge was very clear that, that, that something needs to change in a lot of ways hearing Aaron judge. It was almost like hearing Bo Bichette with Aaron judge. Mm. Like, we need to change the way we do things because it's not working because we're not winning. So the Yankees will be active. The Red Sox, like I've said, if the Red Sox can get some pitching, mm-hmm. oof, I mean, to borrow your phrase, they'd be cooking with gravy. Uh, and the Rays are the Rays. Yeah. The Rays are the Rays. Are you surprised by the way the Rays went out and not really. two to Texas? Not really. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of, that's a lot of khaki happening. That's a lot. Of, well, I mean, sooner or later, you, you, you're just going to like, you yeah, overdo it, no? Let's go to Wayne and BC. <laughs> let's let's let Wayne and BC take take us home. Do it, Wayne. Um, I've been wondering what exactly is Don Mattingly's role. <laughs> I thought perhaps he was brought in as a safeguard. Um, like your thoughts. Thank you, Jeff. The floor is yours. Ah, Donnie Baseball. <laughs> well, I was told that he uh, was working to make. Bo's defense better at first base. Bo got worse. You mean Vladdy? Or Vladdy Bo, Bo at first short. base. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, that Vladdy didn't get better at first base. Um, <laughs> yeah, but my friend, I had one of my friends tell me that he was absolutely convinced that Don Mattingly was a sleeper agent and that really what he was doing is he was using his position with the Blue Jays to learn about the AL East so that he could eventually take all that information and use it to manage the Yankees. Based on what I've seen this year, Donnie, take all that information. Cut it ain't working. Please have it. Take it with you. It's not working. I, he's Donnie baseball. I'm not, I'm not going to, I mean, I don't know. He's Donnie baseball. I don't, don't point at me. I have no idea. This is, the, that's the answer I can give coach. you. I have no idea. He's Donnie baseball. Damn it. I have no idea. The only thing I know is Vladdy runs over and puts his foot right in the middle of the bag for 73,000 times in one season. <laughs> that's I, all I, 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 I don't know. That's all I know. I, I, so, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. It I, looked I, to me like he was doing a lot of agreeing last night with uh, John Snyder. It sure looked to me that way. Boy, like, it, we're all buying into what I'm about to sell. Yeah. And there was a lot of head shaking happening. So, there was some agreeing there. Like, I, I think he's got a decent say-so in what's happening in-game. I will say that. And, I mean, my understanding is he was kind of it was kind of John that wanted him as bench coach, didn't he? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's, I think it's a hero of his. I'm not mistaken, when he was growing up, Donnie Baseball. Who didn't like watching Donnie Baseball play? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and he did bring, you know, the, the, the pedigree of having managed uh, the Marlins and the, and the Dodgers. What are you laughing at me for? You, boy, this show can't end soon enough, man, because I'm about to go into... I just I don't, love Boffo because he did it on purpose. I know he did. Yeah, he did. I, I, listen, I just, I just don't. I just do don't you have know. no idea like I do. Just say it. Yeah, it but I'm good to say it out loud. I, I don't, and I'm not. I don't either, and I don't. Then you know, I don't either. I, I do know the people that I've talked to. He's got a big voice when it comes to who's going and who's staying. When it comes to that dude staying on the mound, so and right. the lineups. Uh, whew. how you feel? I mean, I've talked a lot of good. I've talked a lot. I've talked a lot for the last. Yeah, I've been sitting right beside you. Probably. I know. I have. I'll tell you this. I have created content. I have created content. I could say that. Um, that is it for us. Uh, there is no baseball tonight. Uh, playoffs start on Saturday. The Blue Jays. Their next World game Series is champion is end it that way. There's only, for me, two choices. Atlanta. It's going to be Atlanta. I'll take the Astros, just because okay. I'm going to try and be different, and I know. It's going to be Atlanta. It's the obvious choice. It's going to be Atlanta. It's going to be Watch Atlanta. It be it's going to be Alex Anthopoulos. And boy, won't that be a story. I'm sure we'll have him on. I'm sure we will. <laughs> uh, we will be back tomorrow from Ready 5 to, to 7. Stop it. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow from 5 to 7. We will be back tomorrow from 5 to 7 Eastern on the Sportsnet Radio Network and Sportsnet. And then uh, Tuesday, we will shift to 11 to noon. That's a hard word to say at the end of 18 hours of talking, my friends. Shift. Uh, We'll chat tomorrow.